Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. What's going on, DMV? You know who it is. Youngest in charge movement, Linnell Willingham. Here with you on the fan ride with me. For the next three hours, as I take you up to four o'clock here on this spicy, sweltering Sunday, excuse me, Saturday afternoon here in our nation's capital. Plenty to get to. The Washington Commanders continuing their opening week of training camp. Joining us to talk about that at two o'clock, former Commanders tight end Logan Paulson. Logan also got a new title. He's going to be the official sideline reporter for NBC Sports Washington's preseason coverage of Washington Commanders football. He'll hop on with us at 2 o'clock and give us the latest from Ashburn. Unfortunately, I wasn't able to be out there today because I got to be here with you guys, but no problem. Logan will hop on the program and catch us up with the latest from Ashburn at 3.30. Dan Snyder's Yacht Tracker. The infamous page on Twitter is going to hop on the show with this and give us the latest or what he thinks is the latest uh, on Dan Snyder's whereabouts. As you all know, he he was deposed for 11 straight hours uh, on Thursday in front of the House Oversight Committee. And now we wait. Now we wait. Still waiting to hear transcripts uh, from the deposition and pretty much waiting to see what Daniel Snyder does next. The Dan Snyder's Yacht yacht Tracker will give us uh, the latest on that and and try to provide some more information on his whereabouts. We'll also talk about the D.C. family. Yes, the Washington Wizards still in the news as we're slowly creeping on the first week of August. It's supposed to be all football around here, but the Washington Wizards once again stirring up the pot. We'll talk about them in the 3 o'clock hour as well. Their name has been mentioned and thrown in. To a sweepstakes for a major, major trade chip. We'll tell you who in the 3 o'clock hour. But we want to start off here with some training camp observations from yesterday. Uh, from myself, I was out at the park as I've been all week. And, you know, it's been impressive, in my opinion, just to watch the growth 
and maturation of this offense through the first three days of practice. And based on some of the tweets uh, from Twitter, from some of the beat reporters that are out there today, it looks like that growth process continued. Uh, seems like Carson Wentz had another strong day, and that's really what I want to start uh, when it comes to the Washington Commanders. Everybody knows when Washington made the trade to acquire Carson Wentz, it was met with some pause uh, by certain portions of the fan base. Everybody you know, wanted Deshaun Watson. We wanted Russell Wilson. We wanted potentially Aaron Rodgers. We wanted Derek Carr. You name it, uh, this fan base was clamoring for him. Uh, Ron Rivera and company going out, making the deal to acquire Carson Wentz. And I wasn't out there in the spring, but through the first three to four days of training camp, I thought uh, we've seen you know, some growing pains, the usual growing pains, though. You got to think about it. Uh, for Carson Wentz, he played five straight years in the same offense, right? And then goes to Indianapolis a season ago and has to learn a new offense. And then this year, coming to Washington, Playing under offensive coordinator Scott Turner, he's got to learn the verbiage and terminology of another offense. And then you're working, you know, with a different cast of receivers. And early on in training camp so far, Carson Wentz, in this receiving core, I have really been trying to work on their timing and crispness. And that was one of the big reasons Carson invited the guys out to Florida for what they were calling Camp Carson. John Dotson, Terry McLaurin, Cam Sims. Taylor Heineke was out there as well. Cole Turner, the rookie tight end, was out there just trying to build that rapport and connection because, as we all know, it's going to take some time uh, for this offense to get clicking and be where they want to be at when September 11th rolls around and the Jacksonville Jaguars come to town. But I thought this week, you know, this first week of uh, Commander's training camp, some good building blocks uh, for Carson Wentz. You can really see and begin to understand how important it is to have that veteran presence at the quarterback position. Um, There was an instance yesterday, uh, something that's really stood out to me is his cadence. Being very purposeful with his cadence and hard count and things like that. And yesterday during the team period, it it just shows off that that veteran leadership and and what it's some of the benefits of having a veteran quarterback on your team that's been around the block before. Uh, They were in their team period yesterday, and Carson Wentz, doing a nice job using his hard count. And that got linebacker Jamin Davis to show his hand that he was blitzing. Carson Wentz cool, calm, and collected. Resets at the line of scrimmage. The offensive line able to identify now that Jamin Davis was blitzing. Pressure still comes. Carson Wentz calmly gets the football out of his hands quickly, replacing the blitzing linebacker. And guess who? One of the stars of training camp thus far, Jahan Dotson, there waiting for him. And what was so impressive about the play from Carson Wentz is you got to see some of the stuff we rave about when we're talking about the positive parts of Carson Wentz's game. His ability to throw off platform with different arm angles and stuff like that. Uh, It's been on full display uh, thus far during training camp. And the big thing, uh, a point of emphasis that I've noticed offensively just from an X's and O's schematic standpoint, um, they are not afraid to push the football down the field. And I think that, that, that is what ultimately, at the end of the day, when the regular season rolls around, that ultimately is what's going to be the difference, I feel like, uh, in this Washington Commanders offense. And it's not just about throwing the ball down the field just for the heck of it. They're doing it with a purpose. Um, you look at some of the route concepts that, they, that, they, that they've displayed thus far in training camp. It just looks different when you have that ability to push the ball down the field. 
Uh, Scott Turner is probably like a kid in a candy shop, you know, being able to have his entire offensive repertoire at his disposal. And, you know, I think Carson Wentz, you know, as he begins to get more comfortable in this offense, is going to continue to take take major strides. Um, like I mentioned, though, the deep ball uh, has been on full display thus far in training camp. Yesterday, he had De'Ami Brown, uh, a guy who's also had a, a nice bounce-back camp. Uh, he had De'Ami Brown down the left sideline, and he was able to rip the ball away from Kendall Fuller. Uh, for for a very long completion, and that's just you know, some of the examples. Like last year in his rookie season, De'Ami Brown damn near should call it a redshirt year just because his skill set and what he does best wasn't really on display because of Taylor Heineke's physical limitations at the quarterback position and his inability to throw the football down the field. Change. Change. Definitely a night and day change. Uh, between last year and this year when it comes to the quarterback position and the impact that De'Ami Brown could potentially have uh, on this offense. Uh, One of the big things I've noticed that the deep ball has helped with and that Carson Wentz, something that he's been knocked for in his previous stops in Indianapolis and Philadelphia, is his inability and unwillingness to take the easy throws and check the ball down. Something I've noticed here in the first three to four days of Commander's training camp He's had no problem getting to the check down. You've seen on multiple times him get through his progressions, one, two, three. And once he gets off that third progression, the commander's running backs, J.D. McKissick, Brian Robinson, have done a nice job catching the football in the flat, turning up field, and, 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 and making plays. You know, the run-after catchability on full display. Rookie tight end Cole Turner's been a beneficiary of that as well. He's done a nice job. But but the big thing that that – it's not just about Carson Wentz checking the ball down because obviously this is practice. It's not a game. So we want to see if that mentality is going to carry over to Sundays. But right now, uh, thus far in the first few days of practice, Carson Wentz uh, hasn't been hasn't been overly aggressive. hasn't been ha- hasn't made the foolish throws. You know, there's there's been a couple throws here and there that make you scratch your head, but it hasn't been something that's been a consistent pattern and theme. I hear early on in practice, but the big thing. Uh, and I kind of hit on it there talking about the running backs, their ability to push the football down the field is going to change how opposing defenses guard them. And I think one thing it's going to help do is open up this underneath passing game and allow guys like Curtis Samuel, J.D. McKissick, Brian Robinson, Cole Turner, the rookie tight end, going to allow these guys to have more room. Excuse me. And allow these guys to have more room underneath to work. And that's something that's been on full display uh, during the first three days uh, of training camp. And, and, I, and I hope that it's going to be able to carry into the regular season. Got some good news uh, out from Commander's Camp on the injury front the past two days. Yesterday, uh, center Chase Roulier activated off the physically unable to perform list. And the timing of it was was oh so interesting because I'll be straight up with you. During the first couple days uh, of camp, I felt as if the offensive line specifically uh, on the interior, really, the, all all five guys have had you know their fair share of moments that they probably aren't proud of. But you know that the interior struggled a little bit, and you know the the tackles have struggled a bit. And Washington and the coaching staff clearly uh, agreeing with those sentiments as well. As they went out and signed two free agent tackles this afternoon uh, after working them out yesterday. I don't know if they practiced today. We'll get to talk to Logan Thomas. I mean, excuse me, Logan Paulson at two o'clock. And we'll ask him about that and the overall depth uh, that Washington has at the offensive tackle position. I want to hear from you guys, though. MGM 
Nashville Harbor listen lines wide open, 1-800-636-1067. You can get at me on Twitter and Instagram as well, N-E-L-L underscore BTP. want to hear from you guys. What do you want to know about what I've seen thus far uh, at Washington Commanders Training Camp? You know how we get down. It's the People's Show. want to hear from you guys, 1-800-636-1067. You can get at me on Twitter and Instagram as well, N-E-L-L underscore BTP. When we get back, that heartbreak kid, Ryan Kerrigan, announced his retirement and signed a one-day contract with the Washington Commanders yesterday. When we get back, we'll discuss Ryan Kerrigan and the potential impact of his retirement, and uh, we'll get into some more details about some of your favorite moments from Ryan Kerrigan. We'll do that on the other side of this break. Don't go anywhere. This is the fan. Well, <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome back. Linnell Willingham here with you on the fan until 4 o'clock. Here on this Saturday afternoon in our nation's capital, Washington Commanders wrapped up practice about an hour and a half ago, two hours ago, their final practice of the first week of training camp in 2022. Pads expected to go on Monday, so we'll continue to learn more about this football team. Want to hear from you guys, though. Lucky enough for me, I've been able to be out there for three of the first four days of practice. And had a lot of observations. Want to continue to hear from you guys. 1-800-636-1067. You can get at me on Twitter and Instagram as well. N-E-L-L underscore BTP. Want to hear from you guys. What do you want to know from Commander's Camp? If you weren't lucky enough to get out there, I'll be your liaison. Let's go to Devin and Reston who wants to chop things hey thanks for having me on the show of course buddy 
Hey, so I was really hoping the commanders would address the linebacking position, specifically when the Kobe Dean fell to us in the second round. I wanted to ask what you're seeing from our linebacking group, if you're seeing anybody make some strides out there, anybody who's uh, been stepping up in camp. And then also with our secondary, what you're seeing from St. Juiced, um, how he's looking coming off that um, concussion issue from last year. Yeah, Devin, I got you, buddy. Oh, so for the linebacker position, Klee Hudson, uh, the fourth-year cat out of Michigan, has really uh, popped, uh, in my opinion. I think he's done a nice job. They've uh, used him in a variety of different ways as a blitzer, primarily playing that uh, weak side linebacker. Um, he's done a nice job blitzing, getting pressure yesterday. He dropped a would-be pick six, showing off some of his coverage ability. The big thing about Khalid Cutson is undersized kid and in college was really listed, really was, was played in that tweener role. Uh, when I say tweener, meaning like the hybrid between safety uh, and linebacker. But, you know, I thought I thought he's showed well for himself uh, during the first couple days of camp he really in my opinion is flashed in a very very nice way um the big thing about Hudson that I love is he's going to be a member of this football team no matter what whether or not he starts or not I think we'll find that out in training camp next week when the pads come on in the preseason um because Jamin Davis apparently according to some tweets I didn't get to see him with my own eyes today uh, but Jamin Davis, in my opinion, I thought has been up and down so far throughout camp. But you're really not going to be able to fully evaluate Jamin until the pads come on. Um, I thought he's been okay. He's made a couple of plays here and there. I know today uh, everybody was tweeting out that he blew up a screen pass. That's good to hear. Just want to continue for him to continue to get comfortable in this defense and understanding the verbiage and where he needs to be and understanding uh, zone concepts and, and, and how to communicate between himself and the other linebackers uh, that are on the field with him. But, you know, I got reasonable expectations for Jamin Davis. I think uh, this this football team is hopeful that this is the year uh, that he's going to be able to put it together uh, because he's a first-round pick. And if he doesn't put it together this year, you're now starting to enter that uh, dangerous territory of being labeled a bust or not. Uh, but so far, the linebacker that's really stood out to me is has been Khalid Hudson. Um, and I, I hope he continues to make plays. He's somebody I'm personally rooting for because I, I feel like he's been overlooked uh, by a lot of people here uh, in this fan base. As far as the secondary is concerned, and specifically Benjamin St. Juice, he has been playing exclusively uh, as the slot corner here so far in camp. I was actually able to talk to him yesterday. We may be able to play some of that here on the show as well. I was able to talk to him yesterday post-practice and really just get a feeling and understanding of what he's thinking about mentally out there and how the transition has been for him uh, going from playing on the outside to playing uh, at the slot corner because, you know, those of you who aren't football junkies out there, big, big, big difference uh, in the type of players that he's going to have to be asked to check uh, as well as the technique and things as far as talking about playing in the slot as compared to playing on the outside. But one thing that does stand out uh, with Benjamin St. Juiced even when he was on the outside, playing outside corner a season ago, his length and speed to be able to play that position, um, it's impressive. It really is. He is exactly you know, what I think the doctor ordered for this football team. He is the prototypical 2022 NFL starting cornerback. 
uh, his ability to, you know, use his length and be physical at the line of scrimmage, I think is something that's going to help him out a lot. Um, he's shown a nice ability to play through the football uh, as well. It hasn't been all perfect, though, for Benjamin St. Juice, and, and it's to be expected that he's going to struggle a little bit here uh, making such a major transition from playing outside corner to now playing primarily in the slot. One thing I've noticed that he's kind of struggled with here is the, some of the change of direction stuff. When you're playing in that slot at, at the slot corner, you know, traditionally, uh, it's been a lot of fast twitch, speedy guys. But now in today's National Football League, offensive coordinators trying to constantly create matchup problems. You'll see a team put their best wide receiver in the slot. Devontae Adams, one of the best wide receivers in football, does a lot of his damage uh, from the from the slot. I think the big thing that Benjamin St. Juice is just going to have to continue to work on is just that change of direction and maybe, you know, anticipating things a little bit better. Um, on the second day of practice, I believe it was, Carson Wentz uh, hit Jahan Dotson down the left sideline and Benjamin St. Juice was the cornerback in coverage. And it was excellent coverage from St. Juice. It's just I think he another area he's got to improve on. He's got to play the football in the air a lot better um, if he's going to be a mainstay on this defense. We saw him struggle with that at times last year. Uh, something I thought he's done well, but you can't really evaluate too much because they're not in pads yet. He's shown a willingness to stick his face in there on run plays. You saw that from him a year ago as well. Uh, the big thing is for him is he's going to have to be willing to stick his face in there on the run and Things are going to be happening much faster from the slot corner spot, you know, having to play screen passes and things like that, dealing with some of these quick twitch guys at the wide receiver position. A little low light from Benjamin St. Jude's. I believe it was two days ago. Uh, Curtis Samuel caught the ball in the flat and juked Benjamin St. Juice out of his damn cleats. So positive and a negative. Positive is Curtis Samuel looks to be very close to the guy we saw in Carolina being somebody that can be a dynamic player once you get the football in his hands and don't need to do much for him as far as you know scheming it up, just find ways to get him the football. He's flashed a little bit uh, in training camp and his limited action as well. But overall, all in all, like from the secondary as a whole, I thought we've some of the problems and issues we saw a season ago with them I don't think exist uh, right now here early on in camp. I know you all are probably familiar with the buzzword used by you know defensive coordinator Jack Del Rio as well as head coach Ron Rivera when talking about this secondary communication. Communication has you know been something that I know this coaching staff uh, has been harping on for the secondary. It definitely seems like in the first three to four days of camp that that aspect uh, of the secondary has improved dramatically. I remember a season ago there were so many instances where – they were still trying to get lined up as the other team is snapping the football. And in 2022 in the National Football League, that is a recipe for disaster, especially uh, when you're going against a crop of veteran quarterbacks that they had to play last year. Um, the communication, though, I thought has been improved. Uh, Bobby McCain has really spearheaded that. Uh, has really done a nice job really taking leadership of this secondary. Um, competition's still there, though. I think... The outside cornerback spots between William Jackson and Kendall Fuller are pretty much solidified. The way it looks right now, Benjamin St. Juice is probably going to primarily play that slot corner. But as far as the deep safeties, um, it's been interesting. We've seen a rotation of guys in there as well. 
Uh, the rookie, Percy Butler from Louisiana Lafayette, has played some of that defab safety as well. Uh, the second-year kid from Cincinnati, Derek Forrest, he missed a lot, a lot of time last year uh, with his hamstring injury. He's back healthy and flying around. And I think the fans are really going to like what they see from Derek Forrest once the pads come on. He was a guy at Cincinnati that played on that vaunted defense that, that ended up producing Sauce Gardner, and I'm blanking on the kid's name that played opposite of him, but he comes from a secondary that, you know, plays fast, plays physical, plays aggressive, and I think he's going to be able to bring uh, some of those traits and skills here to Washington. Uh, he's rotated with Percy Butler as that deep safety. Another guy that stood out for me as well is rookie seventh-round pick Christian Holmes. They call him Sip uh, out there on the practice field. He's done a nice job as well. Um, a thicker guy. Uh, to be playing that outside corner spot. Uh, it's definitely got some mass to him, that uh, built more like a safety, but clearly has the athleticism and speed of a cornerback. He's done a nice job showing off his uh, speed, breaking on the football, um, and it's just a quiet confidence about him uh, when he goes out there. I don't even want to say it's quiet because he's definitely been one of the more vocal guys out there, but definitely you know, taking the lead. Of defensive backs, Coach Chris Harris letting the offense know about it when they get the better of them. Um, I expect Christian Holmes, you know, at some point to be a regular contributor on this defense. And if not, it just really improves the depth uh, overall of this secondary. Another guy that has had a good first couple of days but didn't practice yesterday. We'll ask Logan at 2 o'clock if we saw him out there today. Uh, safety Jeremy Reeves, I thought. Uh, he's done a nice job as well, breaking things up um, and really flashing and playing around and playing hard with that reckless abandon that uh, he's known for playing with. Another guy that, that stood out to me as well, another lesser-known guy, is Corn Elder. I thought Corn Elder has had a nice couple days in camp. Uh, he's been playing as the slot corner as well. He's done a nice job sticking with guys and just being – you know, step for step with, with with the offense's receivers there as he's in coverage. Um, but the big thing about this portion of training camp that, you know, that, that people tend to forget, take everything with a grain of salt here. Don't, don't take too much. Don't read in too much to certain things. Because like I mentioned, no pads on right now. Uh, the, the hope, well, not the hope, I expect them. Uh, to be in pads on Monday. I know the NFL and the NFLPA uh, did a nice job trying to improve the safety and health around the league. They have uh, forced opposing teams around the league to, uh, it's a, they're calling it a, a ramp-up period, I guess, where you're not in pads right away. I believe it's after four practices you get to move uh, into pads. And you know when they do get the pads on, I think it's going to be you know an opportunity you know for us to really – further evaluate this group and this defense. You know, a group that struggled a year ago. Everybody knows well-documented how porous they played in that first half of the season. Saw things get better towards the end. Uh, but in training camp right now, I thought overall it's been uh, it's been pretty good uh, from the defense. But like I said, we'll, we'll continue to learn more as camp progresses and they get into pads. 2 o'clock, like I mentioned, Logan Paulson, former commander's tight end, will join the show. He was out there at practice today. He'll give us a full breakdown of some of the things that he saw. 3.30, the infamous Dan Snyder Yacht Tracker will join the program as well and give us the latest on the whereabouts of Daniel Snyder. 
Uh, he de was deposed in front of the House Oversight Committee uh, on Thursday for 11 hours. And now we'll get the opportunity to, you know, see potentially where this guy is. Got to take a quick timeout, though. When we come back, the heartbreak kid, Ryan Kerrigan, announced his retirement with the Washington Commanders yesterday, signing a one-day contract. We'll reflect on the career of Ryan Kerrigan after the break. I'll also take your calls. What's your favorite Ryan Kerrigan moment? You can tap in with me on the MGM National Harbor Listen Lines, 1-800-636-1067. You can at me on Twitter and Instagram as well, N-E-L-L -L underscore B-T-P. Ride with me to listen to the fan. Thirty-six minutes past the hour here in our nation's capital, Lanell Willingham, here with you on the fan until four o'clock on this Saturday afternoon, and you can tell by the music, I'm ready to spend some time on the heartbreak kid. Not Shawn Michaels, though. Ryan Kerrigan, the all-time sack leader in the Washington Football franchise's history. He announced his retirement yesterday, was able to sign a one-day contract to retire a member of the Washington Commanders after playing with the Philadelphia Eagles a season ago. And special, special guy uh, is Ryan Kerrigan. And for somebody who's a young fan of the team, only 24 years old, he is one of the first names that come to mind when I think about the history and tradition uh, of the Washington football franchise, uh, the constant pro and professional doing things the right way and had some personality. You know, he would you do his uh, celebratory HBK pose uh, after he would get a sack and just somebody who did a lot of work in this community and really was, you know, during his pretty much his entire time here in Washington was one of the most unheralded players uh, in the National Football League. Definitely somebody that I constantly thought was slept on We'll go out and get you 11 sacks in a season in his damn sleep. Unfortunately, some of his prime years were spent playing for non-competitive teams here in Washington, but that doesn't take away from the greatness that is Ryan Kerrigan. This is the People Show. You know how we get down. I want to hear from you. MGM National Harbor Listener Lines, 1-800-636-1067. You can get at me on Twitter and Instagram as well, N-E-L-L -L underscore B-T-P. What are some of your favorite Ryan Kerrigan moments? from his time here with the Commanders, then Redskins. Um, I'll give you some of mine here first to kick things off here. The big Ryan Kerrigan moment for me that really stands out because of how special of a season it was to me uh, was the sack, the strip sack that he had against the Dallas Cowboys in that October game at FedEx Field. Um, that was probably the last time we've seen Denton, you can weigh in on this as well if, you, if you're if uh, you familiar with the play I'm talking about. That was really the last time we saw FedEx rocking like that. That was the game where I think Preston Smith ends up picking it up and getting credited for the touchdown, and Washington ends up winning that game on a late field goal. That was Alex Smith-led Washington Redskins, but that's my favorite moment right now from Ryan Kerrigan. Yeah, you don't see a lot of, uh, or we haven't seen a lot of rocking at FedEx Field since that particular year. I think I mean, Ryan Kerrigan became synonymous with the bat-up interception for me. So anytime any one of those, I mean, pick your poison, which one was your favorite. But anytime he batted the ball up and picked it off himself, that's what I think of when I think of Ryan Kerrigan. And it used to frustrate me, Denton, to no end. It always felt like they were trying to put my man out in coverage. But there were a few times 
where Ryan Carrick can drop back into coverage? And boy, you would have thought he was Dion. Well, that's because we had some stupid defensive coordinators. Plenty I, yeah. of stupid defensive coordinators. I.e. Joe Barry. I.e. The list goes on. I don't even want to go and shame everybody. But the one that sticks out to me, the pick six on September 11th, the regular season opener against the New York Giants at home. Ryan Kerrigan drops into coverage, picks off Eli Manning, and then what'd he do? Took it to the house. HBK. He's going touchdowns. I mean, just a guy that... um will forever go down as, in my opinion, he's got a good case to be named one of the best commanders or the best commander of the 2000s. I think he had that strong of a career uh, here in Washington. want to hear from you guys, though. MGM National Harbor Listener Lines, 1-800-636-1067. Twitter and Instagram as well. N-E-L-L underscore BTP. What's your favorite Ryan Kerrigan moment. Let's start with Nick in Ashburn, who wants to give his favorite Ryan Kerrigan moment. What's up, Nick? Well, I'm, I'm not going to be very original because you you said the exact same one I was going to say, and really? that is <laughs> that 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 one we knocked the ball up in the air on the Eli Manning pass and and hauls it in and scores a touchdown. I think, if I recall correctly, that was his first game. That was his. It was the first game of his rookie season. I was, was there. It was at FedEx. Wow. Yeah, I'm almost certain I'm that was a, that I'm was his check, first I'm game. Check on that. That that's double that's check amazing. that. But I, I'm almost certain that was the case. That is and amazing. And that was, you know, early, obviously, very early in his career, and he had a lot of great moments after that. But for me, that sticks out. Because, you know, I was there with my brother, and it was the excitement around him as uh, our top draft choice and uh, just a great moment. And it was a good uh, portent of things to come for him uh, as a Redskin and a, and a member of the Washington football team. Yeah, you almost slipped up there. He was a commander for one day, buddy, one day. But I appreciate the call. Yeah. If that was his rookie year, indeed, that that happened, that makes that play just a thousand and ten times more better. I mean, Ryan Kerrigan, look, wasn't the most athletic cat in the world, but he played so hard, and that's, I think, one of the things that we really appreciated about him uh, here in Washington. Want to continue to hear from you guys, MGM National Harbor Listener Lines, 1-800-636-1067. You can get at me on Twitter and Instagram as well, N-E-L-L underscore B-T-P. In honor of Ryan Kerrigan signing a one-day contract with the Commanders yesterday and officially announcing his retirement, taking some time to honor the great Ryan Kerrigan, listen to some of our favorite Ryan Kerrigan moments. Let's go to Mike in D.C. who wants to give his favorite Ryan Kerrigan moment. What's going on, Mike? Hey, what's going on? Um, My favorite moment was when we drafted him. No one really knew anything. I had all this trust in Scotty guy. (laughs) And then uh, we get this kid with this shag haircut that just, like, yeah, you know, he's he's a good player, Purdue, you know. And then uh, he just all of a sudden that first off season cuts his hair and the guy's this jacked machine. And <laughs> my main moment is him just never being off the field. Like he was just always there for us. Like we need guys like that. And him and London Fletcher were just so fun seeing them just bang around together. I appreciate your call, Michael. Michael hit on it too. That's one of the things that I know we really should appreciate about Ryan Kerrigan. One of the Iron Men in the history of uh, of the Washington Redskins. I mean, it rarely felt like Kerrigan ever missed a game. I remember that one season, Denton, I don't know if you remember this, uh, when Kerrigan hurt his finger. It might have been that It might have been that that season where he got the strip sack. I think it was that season, and I think that was his first game back maybe. Uh, after get, he, he, had the, uh, he had the finger injury and the timing of it, he got surgery during the bye week and then I think played in the game after the bye week. You know, we weren't very good during the Kerrigan years, but there was about a, 
a seven to eight to nine year period where both him and Trent Williams, no matter what injury they had, they were going to to put on for the team. And I think that's really special. Those two guys in particular, opposite side of the ball, but they were someone that you could trust and rely on. Or even if it was, you know, it's football. You're going to have the, those sorts of injuries. Obviously, the big, big ones you can't fight through and play through, but the small ones you can. And having a guy that was always going to to sacrifice his body to play through the small stuff, I thought was really special. Yeah, I definitely, I definitely agree with that. And you know, we're just we're fortunate. We're fortunate to get to see and get to have some guys that made those rough years of the 2010s made, made them mean something, made them special. You know, knowing that you were able to have a guy in Ryan Kerrigan that's going to go down as one of the best uh, ever to play for this franchise. I want to continue to take your calls, MGM National Harbor Listen Lines. Wide open, 1-800-636-1067. You can get at me on Twitter and Instagram as well, N-E-L-L underscore B-T-P. We'll listen to our favorite Ryan Kerrigan moments. You can also ask me any Washington Commanders question you have. I've been out at training camp, boots on the ground, three of the first four days. I'll answer your questions on that as well. Let's go to Reggie in Charlotte. Reggie, listen on the Odyssey app, my man. Hey, thanks for taking my call. Um, what did that ask about um, so special teams um, I've been hearing just some stories around Jahan Dotson being punt return slash kick return and I don't know if I want my number two receiver fresh out of the draft is supposed to be the second guy behind Terry McLaurin taking that punishment on special teams but who have you seen what other names have you seen um, that's that's kick return, punt return um, a lot of hidden yardage on special teams that we can get especially with the concerns we got on offense, um, seeing if Carson Wentz is going to be um, uh, consistent and, and being able to have a better offense. Those hidden yards and special teams really, really are important. So who have you seen in part return and kick return going to be um, flashing names this year? Free agent signing Eric Erickson. I believe he came from the Cincinnati Bengals. He's got a lot of the work back there as well with Jahan. Uh, on the punt returns, actually from a kick return standpoint, today was the first day that they practiced. Uh, kickoff return, and obviously I'm not out there because I'm here with you guys, but I'm on the Twitter sphere using the Bird app to get my information. Uh, Jarrett Patterson was back there as well. He was another name uh, that was listed for the commanders today. I saw some of the beat reporters tweeting about that, and I think uh, what my man was asking, there was a bigger point behind it, and I think it's an interesting one. Jahan Dotson, you know, by all intents and purposes, is probably going to be this team's number two wide receiver or number three wide receiver just depending on how they choose to deploy the guys. And I think he makes an interesting point. How comfortable are you guys with Jahan Dotson possibly playing special teams and maybe risking himself, you know, getting injured on special teams? Um, I try not to look at the game of football from that standpoint. Injuries, don't, don't get me wrong, injuries are 110% a part of the game. But Jahan Dotson is so lethal with the football in his hands that I think, you know, putting him out there on special teams only can only can serve you better. You know, imagine if Jahan Dotson turns into this special teams demon and is able to, you know, give this offense short fields on a consistent basis. Imagine if he gets the respect and people don't even want to kick to him and things like that. Um, and if you go back and look at his career at Penn State, he was a hell of a punt returner. So that's definitely something he's got in his arsenal. Um, but I, I, I think... You know, other guys are going to possibly get the opportunity and crack at doing that, doing that as well. 
I mentioned Jarrett Patterson on kick return. I saw somebody tweet that out today that he was getting some work uh, on kick return. But, you know, Jarrett Patterson, another guy I think can help make an impact for this team on special teams. And I think looking at it, right, Jarrett Patterson being a special teams warrior is probably the only way he's going to be able to make this team. Um, Because the running back room is very deep right now, I think Jarrett Patterson is going to have a good opportunity to show what he's got uh, on special teams. And I, and I think he's going to be able to seize that moment and opportunity. I want to continue to hear from you guys, though. MGM, National Harbor Listen Lines, 1-800-636-1067. You can get at me on Twitter and Instagram as well, N-E-L-L underscore B-T-P. Question is simple for you guys. What do you want to know? about Washington Commanders training camp if you weren't fortunate enough to be able to make it out there. I've been out there three of the first four days. Wasn't out there today, obviously, uh, because I'm on here with you guys. But what do you want to know about what I've seen thus far out at Commanders training camp? Also got another question for you guys to chew on as well. In honor of Ryan Kerrigan signing his one-day contract yesterday with the Washington Commanders, and retiring a member of the Washington Commanders. What are some of your favorite Ryan Kerrigan moments from his time here in Washington? We'll continue to take your calls and give our favorite Ryan Kerrigan moments on the other side of this break. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to 106.7 The Fan. We're also streaming live nationally on the Odyssey app. Top of the hour. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. At 2 o'clock, former Commander's tight end Logan Paulson will join the program. He was out at Commander's training camp today and will give us the latest 
as they wrapped up their final practice of week one in training camp. Lanell Willingham here with you on the fan until 4 o'clock here this afternoon. Right now, we're talking all things Ryan Kerrigan, your favorite moments from the Heartbreak Kid. You can also ask me any question that you've had about the Washington Commanders thus far throughout training camp. I was out there boots on the ground three of the first four days uh, of camp, and I'm willing to answer all your questions uh, on that. You can get at me on Twitter and Instagram, N-E-L-L underscore B-T-P. You can also hit me up on the MGM National Harbor Listener Lines, 1-800-636-1067. Let's go to PJ and Reston, who wants to chop things up with us. What's going on, PJ? Hey, happy Saturday to everybody. Hope everybody's doing great. And uh, I kind of wanted to uh, a little bit kind of piggyback off what the previous caller was saying about Jahan Dotson, whether, you know, we should put him on special teams return and punts and kicks or not. Uh, what I personally think uh, would be cool is if we maybe put Curtis Samuels back there, right? He's like maybe like Jahan Dotson with maybe not as much upside. He gets hurt a little bit. Let's have Curtis Samuels out there because if he gets hurt, it's not as big a blow. I would still maybe sometimes put <laughs> Jahan Dotson. PJ, can but, I ask you this? Um, can I ask you this, PJ? Yes. Why, why is it not a big blow if Curtis Samuel gets hurt? Um, well, because personally, it's subjective, right? But I personally think that Jahan Dotson is a little bit better. It's not. I'm not saying that it would be great if Samuels get hurt, but whereas Samuels might be our number two, Jahan would be more. I mean, um, I mean, Jahan would be our number two. Samuels would would be our number three. So. I'd be more willing to be okay with him getting injured. I don't want to see anybody get, get hurt. Though. Of course not. Of also, course something not. interesting about Jahan Dotson's name. Um, I'm Persian, and my last name is Jahanadish. And in Farsi, it actually means like, and I'm not this arrogant, right? But my name happens to mean philosopher of the world. So I just wonder, if <laughs> Jahan, awesome. uh, yeah, appreciate it, man. Uh, Jahan, I wonder like how he got his name. I, I kind of want to know the backstory because it's uh, it, it means world basically. It's like Jahan and then Andish means philosopher. Um, but yeah, I'm excited about it. I think he's a good kid. He's humble. And um, what I'm thinking is this. Uh, let me know if you see these similarities. I see Jahan Dotson in a lot of ways, both his size and stature and the way he plays. He reminds me a lot of Santana Moss. And in some ways, um, Terry McLaurin reminds me a little bit of Pierre Garcon. I think if we play this right, it might be like we have the prime version of Garcon and Santana Moss with Jahan and Terry. Just wanted to see, you know, what you thought about that, and uh, have a blessful uh, Saturday. Hey, I appreciate you, PJ. I don't even think I don't think you're crazy for saying that, PJ. I actually think that's a damn good comparison. Uh, thus far, you know, I've been able to personally lay my eyes on him for three of the first four days out of camp. Jahan Dotson is is has been as advertised. I know in the springtime during OTAs and minicamp. You know, a lot of people were very high on his ability. And we're like, oh, they're, they're still in lingerie. It's just shorts and T-shirt. But, I mean, it's real. I mean, the kid can flat out ball. I think, you know, he's got a massive amount of upside. And what I love so much about Jahan Dotson is, is kind of how PJ and, and others have, have hit on this. Very quiet young man. You know, doesn't isn't too boisterous, isn't out there bragging. Just puts his hard hat on and goes to work. And, and, and it happens, it just so happens to be that he's damn good. So life is life is a lot easier for him, and it's easier to root for the kid. Um, I, I think he's going to have a big-time impact this season. Just to touch a little bit on Curtis Samuel, because I'm kind of, like, frustrated with the narrative that's been built around this young man. And I know it's not his fault, 
But, you know, I think a lot of people have kind of gone too far in their criticism of Curtis Samuel. How can you criticize a guy for getting hurt? You know, I think it says a lot about Curtis Samuel, the competitor, that he was so eager to get on the football field last year to try to prove his worth after signing that free agent deal. It just so happened, you know, it wasn't his time to, to make an impact on this roster. You know, the football gods had other plans for him. And I think this year he is really going to show everybody why they signed him and why they signed him to to that lucrative deal. He's somebody who I think has legitimate position versatility, can play outside wide receiver, can play slot wide receiver, can play in the backfield. And I was a little bit, I, I questioned whether or not he can actually play running back when I first, you know, heard about the idea. And now that I've got to see this kid in person, he's huge. Curtis Samuel is, what do you like to say in my age demographic? Curtis Samuel is Aki. The boy eats clearly and clearly is in the weight room and it clearly is focused on his body. He looks like he's in tremendous shape when he's been out there thus far during training camp. He's made plays. Um, and you can just see it in, in the, in the RVAs was what I like to call it. The routes versus air when, when he's just throwing, playing pitch and catch with Carson Wentz, the way he gets out of his break, the way he runs his routes, got good hands. I think Curtis Samuel is going to prove to be a very, very big piece of this Washington Commanders offense heading into 2022. Got to take a quick break. When we come back, Washington Commanders tight end, former Washington Commanders tight end, and their sideline reporter for NBC Sports Washington's pregame coverage will be with us on the other side of this break. Logan Paulson set to join the program with the latest from day four of Commanders training camp out in Ashburn. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.